0: It's a fascinating barrier draw um, for this race. Dom Deschute, uh 14. Baller 16. Mudamek, 17. And Busler has drawn barrier 15. I wonder how Neville Parnham, champion trainer, feels about that gate. He joins us live here at Ascot. How are you, Neville? Yeah, very good, thanks, Michael. Uh, what was the first word that came out of your mouth when you saw 15 for Busler?
1: <laughs> oh, it wasn't ideal. But, uh... <laughs> Uh, however, you know, just like you said in that uh, little preview there that quite a lot of them have drawn out wider, so uh, we'll just have to live with it and hopefully Steve can pull out a basketball ride as he's been riding so well over the carnival.
2: He's been blessed with good gates. last well, this prep really, hasn't he? You know, he's been yeah. able to get cover and be able to uh, blend into the race when he likes. Is he the sort of horse that, you know, as far as running style is concerned, can overcome a wide gate?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. he's he's a horse that likes to be in the moving line Mm. We were actually a little bit worried when he drew two in the railway But as I said, Steve's been riding that well He was able to sort of get him off the one-off Stay one-off and then come from the one-off line into the three-deep line Where he tracked up um, uh, another horse there uh, Down the back, um, down the side there um, so he got himself into a beautiful spot and was able to pounce when uh, when needed to. Uh, he just got a perfect flow into the, into the race through the railway. So we were actually more worried about the two gate you know, than what mm. we probably are about the 14. Okay. What's, what's, of 15. what's
0: the 1,400 yeah. metres start like here? Can you win if you're free wide with cover?
1: Oh, 100%. You know that's probably a good spot to be in a in a tough run race like a, a railway or a, in this particular race, the Damien Oliver Gold Rush. Uh, it's always a good place to be at Ascot. Is in the three deep line and being able to sort of flush out when you want to, you know, and and then continue your run. There's quite a camber on the corner, so uh, you know they do get a nice uh, a nice flow into it. On occasions you can get held up on the inside with nowhere to go, especially in the good quality races when nothing's dropping off,
0: yeah. How do you see the race unfolding for him then tomorrow? Oh, there'll be plenty of speed. Um, not sure what Valor Road will do. He's going to go uh, forward, Simon Miller says. Uh, or does he just play Cat? cat-
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's, that'll be the plan. I'm positive that's the plan. And the horse is going super. This is probably well, you can ask one, son, one of his Chris best uh, preps he's had, but... Uh, uh, he's getting a bit old, but he he's been working the place down prior to his first up win, and 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 I've seen him work a couple of times, and he's he's uh, he's definitely uh, right in the zone, and and his subsequent Least steer win was awesome. so yeah.
0: How many times has Chris uh, or Steve knocked you off in a big race?
1: <laughs> Plenty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's not invited to dinner that night.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you make of Munimek's chances? Could the fairy tale occur?
1: Oh, I think it's going to be tough for it, yeah. Um, uh, I think uh, it probably comes out of some strong races, but um, I think I've heard uh, a few people say that he's more like a, a bit of a listed race uh, uh, type of horse. Um, and I'm not sure. I don't uh, I haven't followed the horse at all. I don't know the horse, so... Uh, you'd be better served to sort of fill me in on that but uh, um, I think it'll find it a little bit tougher yeah
2: there's a want from us in the eastern states to I guess romanticize Damien Oller's farewell in in WA this weekend but from someone who's lived worked here you're in it every day in WA what does it mean for you for somebody like Damien Oliver would be signing off on such a great career in his home state?
1: Oh, 100%. It's, it, it would be a tale ending, and what a great ambassador he's been for mm. racing in general. Um, not just Western Australia, but uh, all over Australia, and even the world, you know. Uh, I think I heard someone make a comment the, the other day uh, saying, you know, even the everyday household people, you mentioned Damien Oliver, they know who he is. Mm. Um, so, I... I I guess uh, he's the way he's conducted himself over uh, many, many years—a uh, long period in this racing. He's so well respected and quite gracious in uh, in the way he sort of goes about his business. So um, it would be a fairy tale ending, and uh, no one would begrudge him if uh, if it actually did happen. Um, I tried to put him on one on Saturday, but he was—he had a booking, which I think... He's become very well. popular in his last <laughs> day. Yeah. He
2: certainly is popular in his last day. Do yeah. we take that so, as a lead? Do we just back Ollie? Given that he's not riding in every race, do we just sort of circle him that knowing that the locals have all tried to get him on one?
1: Oh, I think I think it, you know it, from from my point of view from any trainer's point of view i'd like to have him riding anytime you know but uh you know on his last day uh you know i guess uh everybody's trying to give him that opportunity to, to uh, kick one across the line
0: do you remember him when he was a young apprentice coming through the ranks here in wo oh yeah
1: yeah yeah he was uh he was uh, apprenticed to uh uh, Lindsay, uh, his stepfather, Lindsay Rutland, and then uh, he transferred over to John English, who was a good mate of mine, for a short period, uh, prior to sort of going over to the Freedmans. Uh, so he was just down the road, and, uh, uh, yeah, I, I remember him. Yeah, he was, he was always very talented, though, from the word go, and Jason, his brother, he was one of his biggest promoters he'd say, he'd say nifta have a look at this kid, he's, he's far better than me, you know. and he was quite successful in his own right, uh, Jason, and uh, he said, he's better than me. He kept saying it, but uh, uh, and he was right. You know, he turned out to be a superstar.
0: I spoke with Dan Gouchy a couple of days ago, and he said that when Ollie first came to Melbourne, <laughs> he was riding for, for Friedman at the time, and this young kid came over, and he said, I could just, he goes, I could see it from him at track work, and then when he first started riding, that this kid was different to the rest and he was going to make it can you see that too
1: neville oh yeah you know he's got a beautiful seat in the saddle uh he's he's obviously uh more old style riding than than what the current uh riders how they ride these days you know it's a lot of uh bumping and uh and pushing uh damien's uh, in that that school where you know it was a little bit different probably in that that changed over the next 10 years or 15 years of his riding where a lot of, lot of riders sort of rode a little bit more American style and a bit of Bomby style but uh, um, uh, he's still sort of just got a beautiful seat in the saddle. There's actually been a picture of him in the newspaper uh, you know several times you know and he's just just a beautiful seat in the saddle. He just looks mm. part of the horse.
2: Yeah. Trying to work out where the famous Ollie Shout that we all discovered, you know, from from the uh, cheap seats during COVID (laughs) where there were no crowds and you could hear him urging them home. Was he
1: vocal when he was over here as a young man? Uh, I don't recall that part, but... uh you know, it's something that uh, uh, is a f- there's a few jockeys around that yeah. uh, sort of uh, got a good, a good shout and yeah. uh, a roar and a scream <laughs> at trying to urge their horses across the line in a close finish. Um, and obviously he's very—he's he, one of them. Uh, Paddy Carberry's pretty vocal here okay. uh, uh, in Perth and uh, a few of the other boys, you know. But, um, uh, yeah, he is quite loud, yeah.
0: Well, you'd love to see him finish second in his very last ride <laughs> uh, in the, the gold rush to uh, Bustler. Um, are you confident tomorrow?
1: Uh, I'm confident he'll turn up and race to his best. Um, there's always that little bit of a cloud over him, uh, backing up out of an 1800, but I oh. sort of looked at it this way, that he didn't have a hard run. He drew well. He sat behind the uh, the pace. Um, tracked up Zaki and, um, and my other horses to his outside uh, zip away the three year old he just couldn't reel him in but he didn't have a super hard run he didn't take off, he didn't um, you know, have a searching run, he would just camp behind him and, and basically had to spread up the straight and he held on really well, he was a good run but um, I think the 1800 maxes him out so um, he's had a pretty soft and easy week this week uh, just a little bit of maintenance work on Wednesday and uh, he's uh, there's no change in his in his uh, demeanour around the place. He's eating well. Um, I think he's a genuine chance because I can see a lot of speed in it. Um, I think Steve will just sort of come off that and try and work his way into the clear, um, maybe in the three or four deep line around the t- turn and. Um, uh, hopefully you can zap them late.
0: Now, they're not allowed to complete an Ascot meeting without you having a winner here. Uh, so, uh, outside of Bustler, who we're hoping for in the ollie, the feature, have you got one that we can just bank tomorrow?
1: Well, I liked uh, EPC first up, and he, he come with a swamping run. Uh, he's drawn a little bit better. Well, he's drawn well enough in the middle there to sort of probably be a little bit closer. Uh, similar kind of race, similar kind of uh, um, field Uh, if if he if he tracks into it, gets the right run, uh, he will finish like a powerhouse, so I think he's a really nice horse on the the rise Um, I do like Flying Missile I think she's going to, uh, she's got drawn a good gate, she comes out of the winter bottom of which she ran reasonably well um, against some quality horses She's
0: thirteen dollars.
1: I know.
0: Okay. Um, oh. race eight. We'll get, four. We're getting the nod and the wink there. Well, you can't see Neville uh, on radio, <laughs> but I can describe the smirk that just came across his face at nah. thirteen dollars suspension. There's
1: a little confidence there. <laughs> yeah, I think she'll go very well tomorrow. Yeah.
0: We like that. So race two, EPC three dollars eighty. Race two, number three, and then race. Um, what is it? Race eight. Uh, flying missile race eight number four at $13.3 out of the place. Uh, Neville, appreciate your time mate. It's always great when we come over to the west and catch up uh, with yourself and uh, all of uh, the crew over here who do such a sterling job and good luck tomorrow.